0: welcome to lead in this season we're talking about maturity and the maturity of a leader so important that we have leaders that are mature that you're maturing as a follower of christ as a servant leader you should be maturing in your in your walk with him and i think it's important to understand that part of maturity is the habits or the rhythms the the disciplines we don't like that word as much sometimes that we have in life uh, our life is filled with rhythms, uh, someone once said that life is peaks and valleys. well, it sure is right we we deal with that in life, but there's certain rhythms that you invite into your life that are important um, in in our natural life and also in a spiritual life and I, I like what coach John Wooden said, some up deemed one of the greatest uh, coaches in in uh, ba- uh, college basketball, uh certainly an incredible leader uh, and a hoosier, a native. Uh, from Indiana but but he said this whether you know it or not whether you like it or not the habits the habits that you are developing are going to be with you for the rest of your life coaching young young college athletes letting them know hey whether you whether you know it or not whether you like it or not the habits that you're developing they're going to be with you for a lifetime and i want to say that that happens in life and that's why it's important that we have good habits and part of Part of this uh, this season of of um, of lead is just helping us know well, what are the what are the habits the rhythms that I need in life. And we talked in the last session um, about prayer and and just how important it is. And that needs to be a, a, a rhythm that's a part of your life. If you're going to be a good leader, prayer will be there. The other one I want to talk about today is in Ephesians six seventeen. We've been in that Ephesians six. Um, that passage where Paul's talking about spiritual armor because a mature leader is one that's armed, that has armament on them. And, uh, and he says this in Ephesians 16, the latter portion of that verse, he says, and, and take the sword of the Spirit. Now, we could wonder, well, what is the sword of the Spirit? Well, he goes on to say this, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So he gives a clear definition, take the sword of the Spirit, and here's what the sword of the Spirit is. It is the Word of God. And so a daily rhythm of being in God's Word is, uh, is just uh, so, it's critical to mature leadership. It just is. And, um, you know, the, the Bible in other places talks about how the Word of God is a sword. In fact, in Hebrews 4.12, it says, talks about the Word of God being a double-edged sword. And you, using uh, the term, because the Romans, uh, Paul would have been definitely understanding of their, their, uh, uh, their equipment and their, their armor. Well, the Romans, they had several kinds of swords that he could have alluded to. But the one that he's specifically speaking to is, is the Machaira, which is a double-edged, about a two-foot-long uh, sword, shorter handle, and, and had two sides. So, so the, the, uh, the Roman soldier, he could, he could use it like this, but then he could spin it back and use it like this from either angle. He could also, because it was double-edged, he could pierce it. So it was a very dangerous weapon and a very effective weapon, this machaira sword that they could use uh, in, in, in many ways. And they would have been trained in how to wield that sword and how to use it correctly. And I think it's important for a mature leader to understand knowing how to use the double-edged sword of the word of God correctly, how to use it is of the utmost importance because the sword, the word, can be used in any trial and any battle that the enemy might choose um, uh, to bring to your, into your life. In fact, Jesus used he used the word when he was tempted, and he defeated the enemy. Matthew four, uh, those first 11 verses in that chapter uh, you can read about how that Jesus experienced temptation and yet because he knew how to wield the sword of the word of God he defeated the enemy and and you know you can you can look at the word in many ways right you can you can think the word of God you can pray the word of God you can read the word of God you can study the word of God uh, you can memorize the word of God if you don't if you don't use it and you do all that, and I think so many times that the Christian world gets consumed with, with gathering more knowledge, but then not using that knowledge in their life. And uh, well, if I don't put it to use, if I don't apply it, well, it's not going to be very effective. But now I understand this, uh, the Bible is uh, the Word of God, This sword of the Spirit is the greatest uh, offensive weapon Right. We, we have prayer, and I talked about how devastating it is. Well, then, in all of this armor um, the, uh, listed here, he uses the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, as the offensive weapon. You see all these defensive uh, uh, mechanisms that are meant for our spiritual growth and maturity. I love what Billy Graham said. Billy Graham said, The Bible is the only thing that can combat the devil. If you quote it, he will run. Uh, if you use the scriptures like a sword, you will drive him away. Understanding that the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, it's it's the weapon that you have uh, to take to be offensive with. And defense is great. And he talks much about that in Ephesians 6. I encourage you to read Ephesians 6, that chapter. But But then he talks about this offensive weapon, the Word of God. So then we have to know how to use it and we have to use it. And so, yes, yeah, study read, memorize, pray, think, meditate the word. Use it when you face those times of temptation, when you face those times of battle, Uh, because having a good habit of being in the word is so important to your spiritual maturity. It's what will separate you. It's what will will give you, uh, and I said this about prayer, this will give you an advantage. The word and prayer coupled together are powerful. And, and it's the weapon, this sword of spirit is the weapon that you can use in, in times of temptation, in times of crisis, in times when, when you're doubting what do I do or how do I do it. And, and I love it in Ephesians, uh, or in Hebrews 4.12, when he talks about uh, the word being a double-edged sword. Um, many times in the Bible we'll see the Greek word logos, which is many times conveyed as the written word of God, God's word to us. But he doesn't use that word there, he uses the word rhema. Rama is all together about the way that the word is spoken, right? And so this two-edged sword can be very effective, and, and yet he's saying, hear it spoken to you. Uh, the, the Lord is speaking with nuances to the particular situation in your life. When you read it, the leader will understand that many times when you open the word of God, and, and many times in a regular, rhythmic pattern of reading, whether it's reading the Bible through in a year, or you're reading a particular book and you're doing verse-by-verse verse reading, that you'll find that God will, out of his word, will specifically speak to you and to the situation you're dealing with right now. That kind of what I call a now word in the moment of your life that you need. And I'm saying this, that if you allow God, you can, you can be moving through the Lagos And He'll speak by the Holy Spirit, the sword of the Spirit. He'll speak a word, a rhema word for you right now regarding your situation. And don't think that a strange thing. As a leader, you need to be attentive to hear Him speak through His word to you. Holy Spirit does this. He brings uh, to our remembrance His word. So if I spend time in the regular pattern, uh, uh, rhythmic reading, well, there's times when I'll face something, and He'll bring that to my remembrance, and I can speak that. Because listen, the devil doesn't know your thoughts; He doesn't know the intent of your heart. He sees your actions, He hears what you say, and if you continually speak the Word of God, and that's and that's a a, a regular, uh, daily, um, uh, event opportunity that you take. Well, that's what He's going to hear, and He's going to know you're committed to the Word. And I want to tell you that's what'll drive Him away and move him out of your life. And that is the offensive weapon that you have. And a good leader, a mature leader will understand that and spend time in God's word and watch his word transform their life. I encourage you, spend time in God's word and become the mature leader that God's called you.